0: of the Second and Gold Fantasy Podcast. I'm Calvin, your host, here with your co-host, Chris, the fantasy expert. And in today's show, we will be previewing week 15, the week before championship week. It's fantasy semifinals week. Threw in a little pause there to celebrate this episode. I was pausing before introducing myself over there. And we're two episodes away from episode 50.
1: hmm yeah. Which is
0: very exciting. We were thinking about doing like a, best moments montage for episode 50. And then we decided we would do it for episode 100 because it's stupid to do it for every 50. Like we would probably, if we kept this podcast going, which I mean, we'd probably get through, I don't know how many episodes we'd get through, but it's doing it like every 50. If we had decided to do that, was going to be too frequent. We decided to save it till episode 100, but I'll be probably after the show, I'll be working on putting together some good moments from the earlier shows. And you can look forward to that. If you're like a faithful listener on episode 100, we'll have all... Of our favorite moments, which are hopefully all of your favorite moments. Mm-hmm. and
1: Yeah, half of them we're not even going to remember and we're just going to be going through and be like, oh my goodness.
0: Yeah, it's going to be in. It's going to be fun. It's going to be insane. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, two, two episodes away. It's exciting, but it's going to be more exciting for episode 100, like we've mm-hmm. clarified. Yeah. So let's just get right into it. We've got one piece of news before we get started. News. And it's that, um, it's just coming right into it with in mid-sentence. Forty Niners have the 49ers, San Francisco, currently playing their home games in Arizona, have opened the 21-day injured reserve activation window for George Kittle. Which makes sense, obviously. This does not necessarily mean he's gonna come back for this season, because there's no reason why a team wouldn't open the twenty-one-day window with three weeks left in the season. <clears throat> Joe Mixon. Uh-huh. But Oh, my goodness. We'll talk about Mixon. He's out for the year. Don't drop him yet, but he is out for the year.
1: Yeah, I think he's out for the year.
0: For sure. But George Kittle, maybe he isn't. He can start practicing with the team. Kyle Shanahan said he could come back for – he implied that he would either come back week 16, week 17, or not at all. So, I mean, he's definitely – if he's available in your league, he's worth a pickup because he's could be huge for your fantasy championship game. And uh, the other thing is that people need to look at the 49ers medical staff just because there's been every single notable player you can think of has been hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo, hurt. Raheem Moster, hurt. Jeff Wilson, mm-hmm. hurt. Tevin Coleman, hurt. Debo Samuel, hurt. Brandon Ayuk, hurt. George Kittle, hurt. Fred Warner, hurt. Nick Bosa, hurt. I'm writing like a song here. Richard Sherman, hurt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did mm-hmm. you like that? Did you like that little rap I was writing? Yeah, it's crazy. For 49ers. <laughs> I feel really bad for them.
0: Yeah, I feel bad for their medical staff. Or actually, I don't yeah. feel bad for the medical staff. I feel bad for the team because of their medical staff.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah.
0: But the point is, wait, I, I think while there's a chance he comes back week 16 or maybe even – I don't think he comes back this week. I think he maybe comes back in week 16, but he's definitely worth a pickup. So let's move on to big questions. Big questions. All right. So we're going to talk some big questions. We've got five of them. And it's the first one is: our team's going to deactivate or shut down players such as Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, and George Kittle for the end of the season. I think we discussed that George Kittle's not going to be shut down because it Uh seems like they want him to play. They're just, I mean, obviously, they're not going to rush him back. But Christian McCaffrey – and Joe Mixon, let's talk about him first because McCaffrey's more of an interesting case. Mixon is out for the year. We think so. There's no reason for Zach Taylor not to open the 21-day window right now. He hasn't ruled Mixon out for the season, yet he has not opened that 21-day window. I mean, even if he comes back for, like, week 17, that's not, that's useless for fantasy because unless you do play in week 17, of course, we'll have podcasts covering that. But, like, it, it's – it's 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 not good mm-hmm. for Joe Mixon owners like me. Yeah, I, for, I forgot owners. he was on my team.
1: It's, it's frustrating for Joe Mixon owners right now because that killer has constantly been Calvin will know. Uh, oh, or actually I know too because I had Joe Mixon for a little bit. Oh, he's he's day to day. Oh, he he'll be back next week. Oh, he'll be back the week after that. And now he's on IR, probably not going to be back for the rest.
0: Um, I think he was day to day in week seven
1: mm-hmm.
0: with this very same injury. It's now week fifteen. Oh my gosh! I've had to deal with stupid, stupid Zach Taylor. I might hate Zach Taylor as much as Adam GaSe. Like I'm not mm-hmm. kidding. Because AJ Green, I had to deal with this all last year too, for 13 weeks until I traded him, and it was just all oh, constant pain. They said he might only miss two games. Two. I was like, like he was originally only supposed to miss two to six games. Okay, I'm fine with that. I where I took him, that was very reasonable. If he was going to come back and be the same guy, which I mean he isn't this year, but no, no, no. He's just going to sit week after week after week. Not going to hear anything from Zach Taylor week after week after week. It's, it's like, ugh, I, I can't stand it. I know. I just want to fire be. Zach Taylor just because of this. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could play yep. celebration music when he gets fired like we're going to do with Adam Gase.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: All right. Well, the second big question Chris came up with it. I think it's pretty interesting. Are any NFC East quarterbacks startable? And this is in fantasy. And my answer, as I think about it, um, is yes, one. Jalen Hurts, who we talked about earlier this week is a waiver wire ad. And speaking of waiver wire ads, I forgot to mention this. A sneaky late waiver wire ad for this week is Gus Edwards. Seven attempts for 101 yards against Dallas two weeks ago. Last week, got the attempts in the red zone or or near the goal line, like not I don't know if they were, like, one-yard attempts, but seven rushes for 49 yards, two scores. That was against Cleveland. Now he gets Jacksonville, which is a really nice matchup. And if Raheem Mostert doesn't play this week, which may happen, I mean, hopefully you got Jeff Wilson. But if you didn't, like I didn't, you might want to consider stashing Gus Edwards, only owned at about 23% of ESPN leagues, and he's my backup option if Mostert doesn't play because stupid Joe Mixon is still not coming back.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's tough. I feel really <laughs> bad for you. I feel really bad, Calvin, for uh, Joe makes the notice every time you talk about it. But yeah, Gus Edwards is an interesting play. I don't know if he's necessarily great play, and I don't think Calvin would be happy playing Gus Edwards in in the semifinals, but
0: he's a nice come down to start. Zach Taylor. Yeah, I mean, Zach Taylor, it's all Zach Taylor's fault. It uh-huh. doesn't matter if Mixon's actually hurt or hurt or not, but, like, it's all Zach Taylor's fault. But, I mean, yeah, somehow I'm in the fantasy semifinals with Mixon and Galladay just chilling on my bench. Her, Tim Patrick really was – I mean, Tim Patrick wasn't the key to the game last week, but he really came through nicely in my flex spot. This week I'm starting Patrick again because I'm Galladay and Mixon aren't playing pretty much. Um, and then I've got – I'm going to bench Mostert. Well, Mostert, like, at least Kyle Shanahan's open. I was reading quotes, and I was like – Wow. Thanks, Kyle Shanahan. They're like, I think he'll be able, his ankle's a little sore, you know, because he just had a high ankle sprain and it feels a little bit worse than usual. I'm not like exactly quoting him, but we think he'll be out there at the end of the week. Hopefully he feels better tomorrow. And um, it's just nothing yeah, like that. That's the yeah, that's, information. That's I could very use. helpful.
1: Calvin for your fans. Zach Taylor.
0: Right? It's like Zach Taylor, when asked about Mix's prospects for the season, I'm not ready to make any predictions. <laughs> something like that. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that almost ex- that almost exact quote actually happened.
1: Mhm. Uh-huh.
0: Yes, yeah. me when I see Joe Mixon news. Cuz it's never good news. It never is. There's there's something uh-huh. wrong. Yeah. Speaking Poor of bad Joe. coaches, Adam Gase says he feels like he's let the ownership down. Mm. You you feel that way? Are, are, you, you, are you sure? Are you sure? Really?
1: You think you did, Adam? Really?
0: Yeah, they had full confidence in you for some reason. Mm
1: -hmm. But
0: to what extent, (laughs) Chris wrote this, to what extent has this been for both an NFL and fantasy point of view? NFL, they're 0-14. And the day allowed 40 points after firing their defensive coordinator, so there's clearly some deeper issues in there. But fantasy... Oh my goodness. So many Gase success stories. He's limited. Let's see. I mean, he was limiting Le'Veon Bell earlier in the season. Sam Darnold actually had the chance to be a franchise QB, I feel like, if he wasn't under Gase. Jamison Crowder has actually been good at times, but it's been tough to trust their receivers. And their offense has just been so bad in general that it's tough to trust any of their guys. It's not like he specifically hurt. He didn't really specifically hurt one guy more than like Le'Veon Bell and Sam Darnold, but he just hurts the whole offense.
1: Yeah, I mean, Adam Gase is just – how is he still there?
0: I don't how? know. I mean, if he's not gone at the end of the season, I actually think there's a chance he's not because the ownership – like, sometimes it's like the ownership is like we're it's sticking – It's almost like are him. Like, him there's like a difference between –
1: the,
0: there's a difference between, like, saying a couple of weeks ago or, like, four weeks ago or five weeks ago. I don't know when it was. Where it was, like, there's a difference between saying we're sticking with him for now – we're sticking, like, we're sticking with Anthony Lynn for now or whatever the Chargers said. And then saying that he's part of the solution. You don't say that about a coach that's going to get fired. Unless you're mm-hmm. just, like, either a liar or very short-sighted. We're just mistaken. But-
1: yeah. Oh, man. That organization, it actually hurts me that they're just wasting Sam Darnold. They're wasting they, – they already wasted Jamal Adams, lost him to trade. Because, I mean, who, who wants to play there? Le'Veon Bell. Just wasted. I mean, they're just spending money and it's just going down the drain. It's not even like they're getting awful players. They're just they're getting people and then they're just making them bad because of how bad the organization is. Yeah, I think it's Belichick crazy. could
0: make this team six and 10
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I, I do think so. But a round of applause for Adam Gase. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we know we know what's going on there. We're kind of, I wonder if we're getting the listeners in a down mood. Say there's like bad weather in your area, and we're just like, Adam Case. Oh, sorry about that. That's what I don't like sometimes when listening to podcasts when the hosts like get all sad about stuff. I apologize. We'll get back into it. Number four <laughs> this big question, it's written very funny. It says Buck's backfield, but there's an apostrophe, <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> Buck is backfield. <laughs> okay. Well, Ronald Jones. He has a. Wait, wait. Pro-
1: no, it's not. That's wrong, Calvin. I'm right.
0: What? No, you because don't. Put... It's
1: showing possession.
0: Okay, will you put the apostrophe after the S then?
1: No, you can put it wherever.
0: No, here's how you type it. B- oh wait, because they're called C- the bucks. They're not the called S- the
1: bucks. Oh, okay. They're here's not
0: the... called the buck. Yeah. <laughs> bucks is backfield. So. Uh, and that makes him seem like him or her seem like a person but it it doesn't matter, we're getting way off topic Uh, Ronald Jones broken finger, I guess we should have put that in the news but that's alright, he's probably going to miss this week because he had a pin put in it that same thing, sideline Chris Godwin for a game and uh, Leonard Fournette was a healthy scratch last week, was Keyshawn Vaughn a healthy scratch? No, right?
1: Mmm I can't remember.
0: Okay, well what we're just avoiding it, right? If Ronald Jones doesn't play.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know it's interesting because it's Leonard Fournette an option, but Leonard Fournette a healthy scratch, like
0: I mean if they ran it with him, I feel like he wouldn't be that bad, but they're just not going to, I
1: don't think. Yeah, I I think Leonard Fournette is a flex play for me, but they just haven't been willing to use him in the offense that much. So if Ronald Jones stays out if Ronald Jones does start though, I think he's Probably an RB2 flex play, kind of around that All
0: area. Right. Finally, the bat- last big question, what to expect from the hot Titans in matchup against Detroit? I think A.J. Brown is another boom candidate. I wouldn't put him two weeks in a row. I mean, especially since it's very obvious now that he's supposed to break out. Derrick Henry, is going to be huge. I think Ryan Tannehill will bounce back. He was eh last week, but that was, it wasn't like in terms of his play. It was just in terms of his opportunity because Derrick Henry ran for 215 yards. It's just nobody really noticed. That's the thing. It, it was, know, Derrick
1: Henry is just an incredible back. It's crazy. He
0: was disrespected after winning. He won the Heisman and was drafted in the second round. And that's kind of just, I mean, yeah, that's just insane. Derrick Henry drafted in the second round. I guess people didn't like his, his combine tweets, his like vertical jump leap reach. Mm, I know. <clears throat> yeah, like, yeah,
1: he's just such a powerful back. That's the biggest thing about him.
0: When you can run people over, I don't care about your vertical jump leap reach or your three-toe mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Derek Henry, I actually have not had Derek Henry in like a Madden franchise before. I'm, I assume trucking is OP for him. That, that'd, be, that'd be fun to try out sometime. But yeah, I mean, basically start those three. Do you start anyone out? Well, you start Corey Davis, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Okay, but other than that, I don't think you start anybody. You can't really trust their tight ends right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, you just can't. Hey, Ferkser is like an interesting option, but I feel like, I mean, if you're like me and you're kind of struggling at the tight end position with guys like Austin, who, who you can't really trust, you're looking for guys So I considered Ferkser at one point, but not too much. I mean, I ended up going, I think I might actually start Colcom at this week as kind of a boom candidate. That's
0: yeah, what I'm looking for at
1: tight end maybe. right now, but yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate the pick. I think I would rather start Colcombe at than Ferkser. Especially wait, who's Cole Komet playing? Vikings. So I mean, not yeah. a bad matchup. Take hmm. it. All right, let's move on to starter sit. Starter sit. All right, welcome to starter sit. We've got number one, Cole Beasley versus Denver. And wait, so do we know if John Brown is coming back yet this week?
1: Um, I let me check. I'll actually read up on that for you, Calvin. If John talk Ho- about, uh, if give me. Two opinions here if John Brown does come back and if he does not come back.
0: I just want to hear first because I, I hope he isn't I hope he is coming back because then that makes my decision a lot easier. If he is coming back, I'm sitting Cole Beasley. And uh I mean if he's really? not makes it a little bit more difficult. I guess let us look at how Denver's been against the uh wide receiver position this year. They have yeah, been they designated
1: him to return to injured from injured, injured but uh hmm.
0: Well, I mean, I think I'm. I think I'm starting Cole Beasley. He's been so like, not the most consistent guy ever, but he's been pretty consistent.
1: Yeah, he's been. Very Wait, no.
0: <laughs> not the most consistent guy, but he's been pretty consistent. He's been pretty good lately.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, here I'm looking at uh, John Brown's injury status.
0: He gets the targets. I mean, not target. Yeah, it fort. sounds like
1: he's. John Brown is probably
0: playing. Okay, well, in that case, I'm sitting Beasley because he's been a little bit too inconsistent. But
1: I don't um, know. Beasley's been pretty good, though.
0: Uh, well, I mean, he had six point six, 6 and numbers. eight point three in two of his last three games. He's been pretty good. Yeah. But With Brown back, I can't trust it. And you got to wait and see. I mean, it's yeah, not with like you're
1: Brown back. And, and uh, s- who's the number one corner in Denver? Oh.
0: I mean, Denver's no. Sli- I guess is it still Chris Harris? I mean, it might be, but Chris- there's still twelve. Didn't
1: Chris Harris get injured? Uh,
0: maybe. Yeah, I could. Uh, I. But, <laughs> what
1: in the world is going on over there, Calvin.
0: I don't know. That's like the second thing that I've messed up. Um, mm-hmm. let's see here. Chris Harris. Oh no, the Chargers have Chris Harris. Oh geez, I'm behind. Oh yeah. We don't have to know about defensive fantasy football podcast. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well. Anyway, I don't know who their number one corner is. Well, <laughs> I probably know who they are. I'm just not it's blanking is on them right now. But yeah, like, you know, they're 12th against the pass. I'm gonna guess is it like Bradley Roby. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Or is it? Is it not? Oh
1: yeah, maybe. But I mean, they're they've been all around solid against the past, and with with John Brown back, I think. Cole Beasley is a borderline flex play for me. So he's actually one of the more interesting, if you're, I mean, if you're in the fantasy playoffs right now, you probably have a good enough team where you don't have to start Cole Beasley. But if you have someone like Joe Mixon out or who's normally a starter or I don't know, some other guy, I can't think of players off the top of my head who are injured right now just for this week going forward. But uh, I think Cole Beasley can definitely slot up and uh, serve a solid role as a flex if you need him.
0: I'm so tired right now. Bradley Roby's on the Texans. What am I thinking?
1: Oh yeah, I knew that too.
0: <laughs> okay, no, I mean I uh, just my brain is like foggy, and maybe mm-hmm. I have a CTE or something. I, AJ Boy is their number one corner, but he's suspended, so maybe that makes the matchup a little bit easier. But I'm still sitting, Cole Beasley. Sorry. Oh guys, yeah, and uh, my oh, brain right now, I don't know. Yeah, mine too. Uh, I, all I can talk about is Adam awkward Gaze.
1: silence.
0: <laughs> T Y Hilton. Versus Houston. Are we starting? Are we sitting? Ugh, oh, Chris, if I you if you had I the drop, if you had the soundboard, like, the, the ability to play the soundboard, um, I know what you would play when I say start T.Y. Hilton this week.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why, Calvin? Why are you starting T.Y. Hilton? I want to hear all about this.
0: Okay, well, do you want me to play the effect, or do you just want to uh... – <laughs> No, just
1: just, okay. just give me your now. I'm starting so it because it.
0: he has four touchdowns in his last three games. He's had 80-plus yards in at least two, I think maybe all three of them. And then it's just, I mean, he's just been getting so many big plays, so many targets. He's an easy start, and against Houston, too, who he did well. Against yeah, I mean, Boston.
1: yeah, it's a good matchup. Uh, Justin Reed, the uh, – what's his name? Houston's best safety, also just – opted out of the game uh, or not opted out of the game but he's injured and done for the season so that really should open it up for ky hilton especially on those deep balls which is what he's been getting a lot of so i'm really right. excited about his prospects this is kind of what i expected when i ranked him so high earlier in the season i think he might have been in i am i feel like it's going to come out that he was injured early in the season so i think my ranking was actually pretty good
0: all right oh i just found a new funny drop sorry i i, I was listening to it because i wanted to um hear the uh I wanted to hear the what it was, but I had to. I had to stop the mm-hmm. screen share, so you didn't get to hear it.
1: Um, oh, all
0: right. Well, I'll I'll leave this up. Actually, I mean, I kind of want it right now, so that'd be nice. Uh, Jamison Crowder versus the Rams starter. State. I mean, he's been isn't he been pretty inconsistent lately? I, I would say I'm mm-hmm. definitely definitely sitting him against the Rams, even though he's a slot receiver. But right. Mm-hmm.
1: I think I'm actually going to differ here from you. I think that with Adam Gase accepting that he's not very good, maybe he'll hand some of the play calling off. No, I'm just messing with you. Adam Gase is never. Adam Gase acts like he's bad, but then he's always going to try and call all the plays. So things aren't oh, okay. going to work out for James. So he, he's a sit for me.
0: Okay. All right. Well, um, let's see. Uh, in that case let's move on yeah I agree that he's a sit Tyler Boyd versus the Steelers he hasn't been very good lately without his quarterback Joe Burrow I'm gonna sit him here as well because it's just the target share is not quite there I mean it's been more T Higgins than Tyler Boyd
1: yeah I actually want to look if Brandon Allen is starting so I'm gonna look at that quickly but if Ryan Finley is starting I think he's a little bit more willing to throw the ball around doesn't mean more picks but I think he could actually be pretty good so if Brandon Allen is playing. I'm actually going to go ahead and say that – or uh, if Ryan Finley playing, I'm going to so, go ahead and say that uh, Tyler Boyd for me is a flex play. But without him, he's definitely staying on my bench. I think Brandon Allen just isn't a functional NFL quarterback, and he's not going to provide any fantasy points, really. I mean, some, but not enough to make Tyler Boyd fantasy relevant for this week. But, I mean, keep your eye on Brandon Allen's situation. I think that's the biggest thing.
0: All right. Yeah, I mean, I, I just – I can't really trust him right now. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean sit Tyler Boyd here this week. Uh and then Melvin Gordon versus the Bills. Uh is wait, so let's see, Philip Lindsay, he hasn't been very effective even when he's been out there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I guess he's he he's um let's see here. I mean, isn't he he got hurt a couple of weeks ago, but I mean he's oh, not no.
1: Calvin, you guys are going to have trouble with uh, – You know, he,
0: he did play last week, but he's been very inefficient. So I would start Gordon, wouldn't you?
1: Um, I'm actually going to say sit because what I think Lindsey is coming back this week. Well, no, he played last week. He just hasn't been that good. He's yeah, but last touches. week he was a little bit banged up. I think he might have gotten injured later in the game.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I'm just going to go ahead and sit him. But uh, Calvin, you want to hear the status on Brandon Allen? Sure. Zach Taylor said Brandon Allen will be the starting quarterback if healthy. Thank you. And then he said, Zach Taylor said, Bengals QB Brandon Allen is day-to-day.
0: Oh, no, wait, that means he's out for the season.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It also turns out that Mixon has been doing rehab work, just so you know. So, uh, really? that's not a good sign.
0: Rehab? Oh, he's, he's not been doing any work. So, you've just been delaying, right? Uh-huh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Is going on. All right, well, um... I guess, wait, so that's it for Starter City. I got to share my screen quickly to play the booms and busts drop. All right, here we go. Share. Uh, and then we go over here, and then it's...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Booms and busts. I cut myself off with my own drop. Very, very, very impressive.
1: Very impressive, Calvin. Good job.
0: Thank you. All right, well, let's go. Booms and busts. My first boom this week is Raheem Mostert facing the Dallas Cowboys. If he plays which I think he will. That's my prediction. He's a huge boom candidate. He hasn't been huge over the past few weeks. I don't think he scored a touchdown in any of his last three, or actually in each of his last two games, I mean. But now he gets the Dallas defense, which is just so bad. Perfect matchup for him. And then Mike Evans versus Atlanta coming off a down week versus Minnesota. But Atlanta's pass defense is so bad. I have a feeling Mike Evans is going to get a two-touchdown game this week. And then do very well. Then my bust, Devonte Parker, who if you sat him because of me, you turned out very well because he got hurt on like the first play of the game. He's facing New England this week, another tough matchup versus stefan Gilmore, who is back. I know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> know some stuff about defense. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Devonte Parker day to day. What? Oh, Stephon
1: he's
0: not Gil- day to day. Oh, nice. So that means he's
1: playing. That's what I'm saying. He, or I should call it a Zach Taylor day to day, which basically means you're not getting any info.
0: No, it means you're not playing next week.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, or
0: that. (laughs) And then the second one is, no,
1: not or, just
0: one. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire versus New Orleans. Yes, the New Orleans defense got torn up. But Miles Sanders had an 82-yard run against them, and Jalen Hurts just, I mean, it was a QB running can be a lot different. Because, I mean, it's sort of a lot of option plays there. I, I expect New Orleans to rebound. Clyde Edwards-Alaire hasn't really been particularly efficient, so I expect him to bust. And this, I mean, yeah, I, the Chiefs, maybe maybe they'll be running a decent amount late in the game, but I don't know if they'll be able to get anything going. So I wouldn't really rely on Clyde Edwards-Alaire this week.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, though New Orleans, like you said, has looked a little bit off, I still think that they're going to be able to handle Clyde Edwards-Alaire.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So, who are you, Brims and Bus?
1: Oh, let me see. My first is Terry McLaurin. I mean, he's an interesting play because this kind of relies on Alex Smith. Do you know if there's an update, Calvin, on Alex Smith?
0: Uh, I mean, he returned to practice. I think.
1: Okay, so what he's gonna play. We're um, gonna go ahead and assume that.
0: Okay, yeah, I'll assume he, Alex Smith, will play.
1: Hmm. Because so I made my ranking with that. With that hope in mind. Yeah. And I forgot to write down the matchup, so... Let me really <laughs>
0: Hold ahead. tight. Hold tight, guys. <laughs> well.
1: Let's see. He is facing... Oh, yeah. This is why I like him. Seattle. I probably should have known that off the top of my head since I'm following the NFC East as a Giants fan very tightly, but uh, they've got Seattle. And I think this is actually going to be a much higher scoring game than they would look like. If you guys wanna, are watching this and you're a sports better. Um, then go ahead and place the over on this game. I think it's actually going to end pretty high scoring with Alex Smith back. And I think that the football team is actually going to fall behind a little bit early. I think the Seahawks are going to jump out to a nice lead. Then they're going to have to rebound a little bit, though we did see them do that against the Steelers. So I think this is actually going to be a really close, really fun game to watch. But I think it's going to be pretty high scoring, which a lot of people aren't expecting. So I'd expect Terry McLaurin to find the end zone at least once, maybe twice. And I think that he actually leads the football team to an upset win over the Seahawks.
0: All right. Well, I mean, I think that's fair. So, and then your second boom is Justin Herbert, who is playing the uh, Raiders on Thursday night. So, Yeah, I, love I this like matchup.
1: That. And Justin Herbert has been struggling as of late. He's been under 20 points for his last three games. One of them, I think he only, I think he had under six. So he's just been struggling. I think people are going to be a little bit scared to start him, but he's got a great matchup. And I'm definitely looking for him to rebound. I think this is the game where Austin Eckler is really back. And just uh, Justin Herbert is going to end up throwing some kind of touchdown pass to him. And he's just going to be able to get Keenan Allen involved, too, with a really good matchup here. So I really like Justin Herbert this week.
0: All right. And then your busts are David Montgomery and Kareem Hunt.
1: Yeah. Uh, so the thing with David Montgomery is, yes, he's been playing very well. I'm not going to deny that. Calvin, I, contrary to your both belief. also didn't like David Montgomery at the beginning of the season.
0: But I ranked him higher than you, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Imagine getting the sound that you, you you avoided the sound effect, Chris, until now. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, directed at you. So,
1: let me look at where uh, David Montgomery is, just
0: because you did that Calvin. Okay. Well, oh, in in the rankings. Why don't you just explain what's going to happen, or like how he's going to bust?
1: Okay, he is going to bust because in the last few games. Uh, I think it was. Because he's gonna,
0: been very good in the last few games.
1: No, but in the last few games, you look at his uh, his share in terms of carries. 11, he had one game against Detroit with 17, and then 11 again. I just feel like the volume isn't there, and though he's been doing very well, I think the Minnesota defense is going to make it a point to stop him in the run game, which they actually haven't been too bad on. And I think that the Bears are just going to look to throw. Mitchell Trubisky is heating up a little bit, so that should be good for him. And uh, if thick Foles has, somehow does magically come back, David Montgomery has really struggled with him at the helm. So I just see this game ending up with that 6.4 to 9, you know, whatever, that kind of random little range. And that's I just don't think that's enough for what people are expecting out of Montgomery.
0: Yeah, alright. I mean, I like the pick, but I looked it up. David Montgomery, I have at RB25 preseason. You had him. as RB28. And instead of using the trombone music to put you down, we're gonna use some celebration music to pick me up. <laughs>
1: This is my way. Green ranks three spots higher than you. Three spots higher
0: than you. Three
1: spots higher than (laughs) than you. All right, well,
0: one more, and then we got the credits.
1: Oh yeah, I have another guy. It's Hunt and he's facing a giant defense that has been really good against the run. And I think that they're going to actually have to look to pass a good bit here. They're going to be running a lot of play action. I don't think that the screen game is is going to work out very well for the Browns either. The Giants have been really good as a Giants fan at stopping those kind of plays. They've struggled a little bit on the over the middle passes, but I think that that's really what's going to have to happen for the Browns. And I just think that this game is going to fall into Nick Chubb's hands. They're going to want the better back. And in my opinion, Nick Chubb is still the better back here. Mm-hmm. Green Hill only had six carries and that's not enough. Even with, or if he faces a good pass-catching defense like the Giants, where they have such a good linebacker core, I think it's going to be tough for him to get enough fantasy points with only six carries on the ground. So I just think that this game is going to end up as a quiet one for Hunt, though he's been playing well as of late. All right.
0: Well, um, that is it. How about I play the celebration music while I do the credits?
1: Uh, sure, if you want to.
0: All right, just real quick before we continue here, this is me after the podcast. I'm realizing when editing this that these credits are very, very difficult to hear, so uh, I'll try to play the music quieter next time. I apologize that it's going to be tough to hear the credits, but here they are.
1: So we don't to
0: if you have questions, you may email us at, at gmail.com or come Our live show, you can follow us on Twitter at SG Sports Talk. Click the link in the description. Check out my name, fantasy football artwork at Sports Talk. Follow me at LBN Click the link in the description. Go to sitesupinfo.com/slash/second-degree. Sightstop.com for free season rankings and free season articles and also art. It's at SGF Pod. Dang it, I had mm-hmm. finished it perfectly in time, and then I just forgot something. Alright, well, no, great that job. Was so close, haven So close. So close, but no cigar. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.